Hello guys. So I finally got reviewership for this um, this podcast. Um, like um, like through Fiverr. Um, and there's a, ch- a gentleman. I'll get I get his name up. Sorry about sorry about this. Um, uh, sir. Um, fuck. Uh, Fiverr. Uh, get get on the app. Or I can get. On. Always go for the app of stuff because um, even if the web like on Facebook is actually better on your web uh, browser on your phone than it is actually as an app but that's just me personally um i've got music review as well so i'll talk about the music review um i've got an album um not album review um a song review by so i'm having vbs while i'm talking um an album a single review by spider hands um look up spider hands on um youtube he did a i've seen the snippet of his um review of my um song heartbroken um as the wish and I've always had this thing with reviewers they always just turn off the song um he he does that but he does I understood when he did it but some of them do, don't actually listen to the whole song and they just go oh I'll go to the next one um when my music's like a sonic journey like it is actually a journey um like the way I comp- compose stuff like there's extra instrumentation thrown here and there like especially my early stuff but um yeah so spider hands did a really good job he really like liked um what I did um on the track also had complaints about like the vocals on the mic i use and stuff like with the podcast at the moment i've been doing it on headphones the inner dialogue version uh, inner dialogues as i'm all by myself heading into lockdown ending on thursday but um i got him to review my song and he he, he basically just said um the mic has to be a bit more expensive uh, or like just better than what it is at the moment and like it is a cheap mic that i've been using for about four or five months now six months even maybe even longer like I've had the mic for ages actually. I think I've had it for about 10 months now, yeah. And it's only a 16, $17 one. I've made a lot of tracks with it. It's a bit battered, but like it's still like working a little bit. But yeah, like at the end of the day, like I need to get a new mic. I also need to get a new guitar. Um, so that, that's on my bucket list to get with um, my extra pay from um, DistroKid and SoundCloud. Um, hopefully I get, get I, I will be getting extra pay and then like It'll be it'll be over a couple like couple thousand like it might be two thousand at most like like for me that's a lot for like you know a like a coked up um Ferrari driving you know uh, I'm not bagging anyone here but like, I'm just giving you an example a like, coked up Ferrari driving like um tyrant you know he he uh, would see two grand and wipe his ass with it which brings me to my next topic at hand. And I'll go back to the, what the podcast reviewer name is and what he said about it. Like, he really liked my podcast, so I'm going to make this one good or else um, I'm letting everyone down. Oh, shit, a lot of pressure. Oh, just drink your sorrows away. Oh, no, don't do that. Um, so the reviewer is named... One second. Oh, this is very unprofessional of me. Very mediocre. If I Daniel Shaw was the podcast reviewer, I'm pretty sure. Let me just see. Yep. Daniel Shaw. Um, Daniel Shaw two two four on um on uh on Fiverr, and you will get um reviewership for your podcast, and he will tell you the truth. And if he's in awe of it, like he really tells you why. Like he's not just like, oh, this was the greatest thing ever, or like, oh, I really liked it, and this is why. Like he gives the why, you know. Like that's the good thing about it. Like I found out a lot about what is good about my podcast, what isn't good. Um, I will be doing it on a computer again one day. I've got to get another computer. That's another, um, not another, either a new laptop charger or a new computer is also on the bucket list. So, um, speaking of um, 
like um back going back to what I was talking about before when I said um I would probably wipe my ass he'd probably wipe his ass with the tyrant like the coked out um Gyro tyrant like he would probably see two grand and wipe his ass with it that leads me to the next bit and that was really uh, tedious what I just did there but oh um so I made a I wrote a, a screenplay in a day called Dunny Roll the movie music by T Ledger yeah and then I uh, published it on Kindle. So that's Dunny, just look up Dunny Roll Traveling Head, if you remember how to spell my name, like, it's like, just look at the podcast and go back to the, go back to the, um, Safari, then go back to the podcast and go back to the Safari, and then you'll figure out what my name is, finally, but, like, it's a very hard name to spell, but, like, um, so Traveling Head, Dunny Roll on, um, Kindle, or not, Kindle, yeah, it's only on Kindle at the moment, so on Amazon, um, if you're Australian, use Amazon.com.au, they're very good, um, and I didn't shortchange myself with this one. I um, put the price as four twenty when I could have sold it for three dollars ninety nine or two dollars ninety nine even, but like chose four twenty, and I made sure that I got the most royalties I could get for this work. So I want to see if, if I actually promote this and actually like um, because I find it real. Like I found out, I, I found it when I was doing it. I was doing what I really loved doing, which was writing dialogue humor and absurdist humor at the same time and making it very normal. Which is very hard to do, and I know that's one of my skills. That's why I'm touted by myself, basically. But like, I'm touted in the writing world in some cases. But like, like at the end of the day, I finally got my um my uh, stuff reviewed. That uh, apart from my books, I have got my books reviewed before. Like you already know, three out of four and two out of four. Then I didn't get the last one reviewed. It's probably like another. Probably I'll probably get two and a half out of four, or three out of four, or something. But like um. This book here, is, it will get a 4 out of 4 because there's no grammatical errors and it was actually quite in line with what it's about. So what it's about is basically, um, I'm throwing a massive tea ledger like Halloween party. I'm just as the Grim Reaper. There's people just, uh, I won't go into the jokes of the script. I'll just say, give the general plot. So people in Halloween costumes, they're partying and then I'm playing my music. And then like someone says, um, the, one of the characters in the book, um, in the movie script, um, Marty, I uh, got that from Marty McFly because I was watching a lot of Rick and Morty, but nothing else about that. Um, so then um, I go to Marty and I go, Marty, um, I know Marty comes to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've already fucked up. Uh, so um, Marty goes to me and goes, there's no dunny roll in the toilet. What do I do? And then he, uh, and then I say, oh, yeah, I'll play Complex. You know, and like oh, the music of um, the music of um, dunny roll, like the beat, and some of my other music is intertwined into the plot. And like, so um, like a lady cop is a very funny character in the book. Um, she um, needs to go to the toilet and she says, I need to drip my face. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll play drip. And then I play drip. So yeah, that, that was like the basis of a lot of the jokes too. Um, like it was really well, well worded and well phrased a lot of the jokes and a lot of the scenes. Um, it, it, like even just like the inside jokes and all that type of stuff I like adding in. Um, like um, the, the really cool thing about this project is that, um, one second, oh, burp, why did I just burp, yeah, heartbreaking, yeah, that, that got a good review, so I'll talk more about that review later, um, I already basically said I need a better mic, but going back to Danny Roll, so, um, not the album, the, the movie script, but, like, the, it's, the music is in the script, yeah, uh, yeah, clarify that, uh, um, so, like, in the Danny Roll movie, that I want to make one day, so then there's, you, you, um, I get, like, aliens come to the house and destroy the dunny and take me with them and take some dunny roll with them. Uh, all this crazy shit. I probably... No, no, they didn't take me the first time. They just showed up and then took some dunny roll and then put a translator device to their throat and said, um, basically that, um... 
yeah, that we just we just landed here to get some dunny roll because um we found out about it from you humans and we really th really it's really good for our ass. Like just jokes like that. It's really it's like the whole thing is just shit jokes after shit jokes that about shit and about wanting to take a shit. And then like I don't swear that much in the book if you don't count shit as a swear word. There's only two fucks in it, and that's the crag on fuck yeah, which is what Melbourne clubs do, used to do, and like then it was frowned upon. And then some people still do it, you know. Like it's one of those things that's caught on. Um, so you go fuck yeah when you're like dancing at a club, like if you can't really dance at the mo at the time because you're a bit intoxicated or you just can't dance. Which in my case, I just can't dance. <laughs> so I just go fuck yeah. So there's there's two fuck yeahs in the book. Um, when they're just dancing to the song. So is that counted as actual swearing? Just because there's fuck there. The people do it at clubs. They say fuck, yeah, all the time. You know, like, yeah, Mel Melbourne humour. And then, um, then basically then, like, uh, after the fuck, yeah, um, fuck yeahs, there's only shits in the book. So, so because it is a joke about Dunny Roll, it is a movie script about a movie called Dunny Roll. And like, so there would be shit jokes in it. <laughs> Very funny. Um, one second. You can boo boo. Boo boo. Oh, fuck me, drunk. Oh. Anyway, so back to, back to the book. Um, it's only 44 pages long. It's not very long. I, I only, it's only 4,333 words, but I wrote that in a day. Which is about what I do when I write the novels in a couple of days. I do about that many uh, words in a day. Um, so it's like a, thir a third of a book, but like it's uh, a third of a novella. A third of a novella, but it is a movie script. And movie scripts can be anywhere from forty words, like uh, forty pages. Sorry, not forty words. Obviously, you, if you make a film for forty words and it's like brilliant, like do it. But like it's well, be fucking hard to do. Like you'd have to have a very good, um, very good con concept for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like when I'm thinking, like, um, Dunny Roll, if it gets me into a film, I get most of the rights for it now because I signed up for it. So I'm looking forward to that. Woo! Um, but, um, main, main thing with Dunny Roll is, is that, like, oh, look, it's just like the success. Mm. Oh, shit, it's not lighting. The main thing is, is like yesterday, basically I um, rode all day, I smoked a little bit less ciggies and like I actually worked out for once with my uh, housemate, uh, my, not housemate, my, um, my neighbor and then he's got an outdoor gym and he helped me and like I was feeling really good, I was riding all day but then after I did all that, I just didn't want the day to end because I had so much fun just riding humor. Like at the end of the day, I'll, I just like riding humor. Like I don't like going too conceptualized but I can do that and like I do enjoy that too but I like riding humor. Because I'm thinking, like, after COVID, people will want to laugh about, like, the troublesome time that they had in COVID. Like, they'll just want to laugh. Like, they'll be like, oh, there's actually funny shit. Like, people actually got jokes and stuff um, after COVID. Like, that's not just about COVID. Like, there is a joke about COVID in the music, kind of. It just, it just mentions the date, like, restrictions uh, at, at the time with, um, you know, COVID time, you know, all that type of shit. But, um, like, COVID um, curfew. But, um, yeah, like... Yeah, one second. As oh, you hear the birds chirping away, you probably can't hear it. <laughs> um, so, like, why did I decide to write Dunny Roll? Uh, literally, I just started writing and did not stop. And I wrote it in a day, continuously writing with only a gym break and a few sessions, if you know what I mean. Um, 
I really enjoy it. I'm gonna read it over again on the Kindle version to see if what that's like. I got I got like I bought bought my own book, but like you know, at the end of the day, I, I want to see how much royalties I actually get from it. Like in terms of like you know, like if it's seventy percent, it's like three dollars seventy or something. But probably less when I think about it. But um, maybe three dollars fifty. But like you know, I get three dollars fifty back and get a coffee tomorrow as well. Um. But I do it just to see what it's like on the Kindle. That's the only reason why I buy my own book on, on Kindle most of the time. I buy my own book on, as author copies, but that's to hand them out to other people or keep it for myself or like just have their like a loved one's house or something. But and they enjoy it too sometimes. Like not maybe it's not all the work I do, but like you know you know if you make it that as much work as I do, like you, you got to th- remember that you can't actually. Um, like put out quality all the time but with Dunny Roll I think I, I've re- whenever time I read it I find something else that's funny and even if it's not funny it's phrased like a proper literary piece even though it's like mostly about just people wanting to take a shit at the end of the day and you, and there's no Dunny Roll <laughs> but that was the basis of the joke because um, I got the album Dunny Roll I know people would, I, I know house I was influenced a bit by the houses um, COVID specials about the Dunny Roll but like I, I didn't actually I only watched the main scenes of that sh- um episode i didn't watch the whole thing because i don't have a tv most of the time um i would love to watch him now now that i've got the book i, I want to work with him one day i want him to work on a music video with me um because like when i do the rap at the end of melbourne to our beefer um i'm talking about um the guy that makes houses and fat pizza and stuff um uh what, what's his name uh paul finnich yeah i want to work with him one day on melbourne to our beefer the music video i want him to direct it um, only because when I do do the raps at the end of the song where I talk about the Nissan Skyline and she's walloping me with a spoon, I reckon it's like very slapsticky and like if I, the tone's perfect with what he does. But like, like, like you know, like I have to get to a certain level to even like get contact with anyone remotely as like known as him. You know, like at the end of the day, I've got to get known. Um, yeah, like you know, my first album I worked on was called Known Unknowns. Like, I'm a known unknown, in a way. Like, I, I, I live my life like one without doing it on purpose. Like, being known by people, but I still they ha- don't know everything about me. Or, like, I, have to, I feel like I have to explain myself all the time when I don't actually have to. I've, I've explained myself too much in, like, personally, about my personal life, my love life and stuff. Mainly just on one album, Sue Me, I Want to Die. But that album had to have it on there if it's got that title. Like, I, I couldn't... I, I was... That album was really hard to make. I made that one in one bloody go. Um, like, it was pretty hard to make that album. Um, yeah, like, my mental health's actually improved um, lately, like, in the last couple of days, after seeing, like, how bad my life can actually get, and then um, seeing the help I can get even when I'm in my darkest times, like, getting into a hotel room, like, just out of nowhere and stuff like that. Like, um, like you got to count on your loved ones and count on the supports. And then, like, um, if, if that fails you too, then you um, got to just keep on persevering and make the best future for yourself. Like, you got to always think about the future while living in the uh, present. But if you think too much about the future, you, you get psychosis. If you think too much about the past, you get depression. If you get psychosis from the past, it could be schizoaffective or schizophrenia and all that type of stuff. But, like, at the end of the day, I had that, I had that explained to me by a guy in a car, like, in an Uber. He explained that to me about psychosis and depression if you have, like... Um, a mental health disease in the present like you know like how it can sway those two things but like i don't know if he's a mental health worker or anything but um 
even if he's not, that kind of was pretty well explained by him to me. And then, like, I looked it up, and, like, yeah, it might not be right on the money, but, like, I do agree with some of the points he made. Um, but you, if, you, if you live in the present, you keep moving forward, you're always thinking, what could be better for me? That should be the question on the basis of your whole being in the present. What could be better for me in the future? And... Then, like, obviously, there's the... Uh, people probably have already explained that before. Obviously, I've heard it explained all the motivational speeches and stuff. But what could be better for me? And what could be better for me right now is basically um, having, like, enough money, like, during the... my When I get my pay, actually, like, budget a little bit better on food um, at the moment. But I couldn't help that because I was, like, kick. I had to leave my house. I've explained in the last podcast. Uh, we're all goods now. Like, I moved back in. I'm good with the guys now. Like, there's, like... You know, like, I said some shit in that last podcast, but hopefully they know I was really, really depressed. <laughs> I just went through hell again, you know? Like, i already been through hell, and I had to go through hell again. Um, but, like, you know, like, at the end of the day, I'm standing at my backyard that of my old place, um, like, living there again. Um, everyone's friendly in the house again. Like, um, people are starting to relax a bit more after what happened. Um... So, uh, if you heard that last podcast, listen to this one straight after, or like, um, yeah, if you're listening to Chronological Aura, and then like, uh, you probably have done that by, by listening to this podcast, but yeah, you know what I mean by that, that was kind of the shit joke, um, which is a lot of shit jokes and dummy roll, that's for sure, <laughs> lol. Yeah, I am not, not much to talk about, I want to get this to 30 minutes, so let's see how long this has been going, well, I got 13 minutes, 12 minutes, 30 to talk shit, basically, um, I might just leave it there. Really look up my Kindle. Danny Roll the movie T uh, T Ledger or Traveling Head, like j- just like those type of Danny Roll Traveling or like Danny Roll T Ledger. Like search that up, it'll come up. Um, I might put music of Danny Roll into this podcast, like uh, the like my two favorite beats, and you you'll hear the second one like at the end. Like yeah, I might might keep this a Spotify exclusive. Um, I don't mean to. I wish I could use my music everywhere, but like, I understand why. Like, if you just use, it's like, yeah, yeah, I understand. Spotify is still a huge platform. Um, I like all the podcasts. Like, I, I love podcasts. I used to listen to podcasts. I'll tell you, I, I, I won't put my music of Danny Roll in here. Um, I, the podcast I used to listen to was a lot of wrestling podcasts because I've always been obsessed with wrestling. Like, how do they make it sat that, like look that real, but it's fake? And then the half the time you find out now, half the time they actually are hurting each other, but like they're doing it like in controlled circumstance. Like you got to have control when you do it. And then like uh, like, but it's not even about that. I love the stories that the wrestlers. They are rock stars. Like are, you know, I like rock star stuff. Like they are rock stars at the end of the day. Um, yeah, like. So is this a plane going over? Hello. Ah, fuck my ear. These headphones hurt my ear. One second, drinking my beverage. I like a lot of Melbourne comedian podcasts. Like mainly, I mainly I just listen to Will Anderson. Um, and he's a fop and tofop with like Charlie Paulson, Clawson, Charlie Clawson, yeah. And then like um their AFL podcast. I listen to this one called um Shut Up a Second. And also, um, Sharper Second and um, Plumbing the Death Star by um, 
What, what's that? I haven't listened to them in a while. I haven't been listening to podcasts in a while, obviously, because I've been doing so much music. I've been listening to more music now. But, like, I used to listen to podcasts a lot playing FIFA and stuff. Because, like, you get bored of music. I get bored of music half the time. And, like, luckily I've got so much of my own that I can just switch on one of my own and then, like, be on a sonic journey for a while, you know? But, like, that's why I want people to get from my music a sonic journey. Like, you you don't have to believe. You can go into it. Like, you know, if you, stuff touches the heartstrings, take that on board. But if it's just mental stuff where it's, like, me saying I'm this and that and, like, ma- making a big braggadocious um, plea for myself like don't take that too much on hand because like um, I do have an inflated ego when I record um, and also like I do have psycho I do have schizoaffective so I do get a bit schizophrenic at times yeah but I try not to be but like especially these days I try not to be but like you know so, uh, that's why assuming I want to die when it wanted to be the death of my psychosis by making a two hour song called psychosis at the end you know like I wanted it to be like the death of my psychosis like I can move on from it and actually make a future myself after it which I'm trying to do with uh, showing with like my project after where I'm actually quite sane when I'm rapping but I'm still dealing with shit but I'm being sane about it um, which hopefully is portrayed but you can't even hear the vocals on Homeless like that wasn't my fault entirely I didn't have a mic on me um, I could only use my headphones at the time I was I, I said on one of my other songs I want to do Vakoda rapping and I put Vakoda on it and you can barely the vocals are very quiet so I boosted them up but then the beat is so loud that like I could only boost it up so much before it was not in the green and I needed to be in the green and then I just like well if it's kind of like schizophrenic whispers and it's talking about homelessness like obviously there's a bit of that involved in homelessness in some cases you know like that's what, that was my thinking so that, that's why I didn't change it too much but like I, I that was the best I could do with the vocals like um you know, I did it if you actually heard the vocals by themselves which I might put out one day on my on my SoundCloud um they're actually really good vocals um and that was freestyle and that was straight from the heart uh, which I'm finding like with that music review guy um spider hands um he, he, he he's like I could tell he knows his music um but like, I, and I agreed with his net drawback on my music at the time, um, which uh, at the, at this time basically, um, is that I have a cheap mic, and then like, I'm not going to be able to make music anymore. But I found my new passion now, and it's like writing comedy under Dunny Roll, and like there'll be Dunny Roll two in probably a couple of weeks or even less time. I'm not going to put a date on it. Whenever I feel like writing the second one, I'll write it. But I have to see some sales first, and I find it is. The best writing I've ever done. Like, it is the, actually the best writing I've ever done. If you understand that I'm being absurd the whole time. So even if there's a shit joke, and like, um, it's actually shit. Like, may, maybe I actually thought about putting that in there to be the shit joke in the first place. And that's the absurdity of it. <laughs> but people don't get that half the time with comedy. But like, you know, like you can't be perfect, obviously, when you're writing. This one I helped me because it's all in a font that I thought was really cool, but it made everything capitalized. Yeah, so um, look up Plumbing the Death Star and um, Sharper Second. I like the and the, the AFL uh, podcast too that they do. Um, Sandpants Radio. Yeah, they're based in uh, Melbourne too. They're a Melbourne-based podcast, or like they're from Mel- Victoria. Like I, I always think too much Melbourne on that Victoria. Like I've been all around Victoria too. Like, but um, like you know, like I've always been a city boy with country leanings. You know, like or like or anything like that. Like I'll do like a good paddock. I do like you know, like you know, helping out animals. Like you know feeding cows and shit but like at the end of the day I am a, I am a city boy I was in a like my town was country like Werribee was country um like but it was becoming suburbia and now it's trying to go city again like you know everything's getting built up like they don't have the restrictions anymore of like two um story buildings they have like any story building really like that, that's fits and regulations so um, Werribee's getting built up so everything of my life is getting built up 
and I keep putting myself below everything else. But like, that, I like doing that. I like it, like if that means someone gets an extra coffee here and there, but like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, like at the end of the day, like um, I, I need to build myself up a bit more, um, get more confidence with my stuff. So that's why I got reviewed to see what I could work on and what's the actual like point of view of like people that I, like, um, like not trust, but I can see people trust. And then if I see other people trust them, I trust them too, to a degree. And then I found out that I, I should have just trusted them a little bit more if they had five star perfect review from people that they probably even shitted on a little bit, you know? But like, he didn't shit on me. He like, he, he, he understood what I was going for and he actually understood the main drawback I have, which is I need a better mic. Um, and they, but I don't, I don't like the, when some of them talk about EQing, um, if you use compressor and you know how to compress it in the right waveform and the right ratios and thresholds, you don't need EQing. Like I've explained this when I was talking about auto-tune. Like obviously my sense is, as soon as I talk shit about auto-tune, they offer me on um, Instagram like a free trial of auto-tune. So I was going to do that at one point, but then I lost my laptop, like my laptop charger broke. Um, so I can't make music for a little bit, as I already said, on Nicho. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't like that when they talk, like the, the, um, like, obviously I won't get reviewed by Anthony Fantano one day, but just this Spider-Hands guy, he understood what I was going for without even knowing all my story. He understood I was going through some shit at the time. Like, I was going through some pain. Um, and I put everything out there, which is the whole point of assuming I want to die. It's like, I have nothing to left to live for. Why don't I just put out my best work that I can't possibly do at the time? We should, and the, the main drawback is, not a good enough mic. He says something about EQing, which uh, bugs me a little bit with some reviewers, but I think that reviewers are understanding. Um, once you get the stuff on Spotify, I <coughs> 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 to get my sleep last night, and I have my coffee, so coffee a bit more. Um, so, like, the main thing is, like, Spotify actually EQs your stuff when you put it out onto Spotify. So, your stuff sounds better on the different platforms. Um, they all do it differently, like Apple Music and Spotify. They do it quite similarly, Apple Music and Spotify. They have a similar algorithm and all that type of stuff for the mixing, mastering, through, like, their ch- like what they do. But, like, Tidal has high fidelity, um, which is why I always lean to go to Tidal. And they have in- hip-hop emphasis, um, obviously, but, like, they have everything on there that is on Spotify and Apple Music. Maybe a bit less than um, maybe some like underground producers and rappers that people still like to a high, highish level. Um, they don't put it out on title because their distributors um, that they do online um, aren't actually linked to title. But most most of them are linked to title. Title's pretty good. They go high fidelity. So I want to listen to Blue Album on high fidelity. So I'm going to get title at one point in the future too, just to hear that. But like spot, yeah, they they all mix and master differently. And then title also does high fidelity. Um, but like um, in terms of when they put, they, they re-add like stuff, filters and all that type of shit on your music when they put it out on their platform. So I don't like that argument with the reviewers about EQing of, they, they just mean, like if they say EQing on vocals like this guy did, I understand completely. But if you use compressor right, um, even with a shit mic, you can get your vocals still sounding quite good if you're a good vocalist at the same time. Obviously, if you want to rap on like a million dollar mic with the best like sound quality ever, you wouldn't need much EQ in there either. You wouldn't even need compressor half the time with that, with that money for a mic. But like, you probably still do. I probably, I don't know. I've never used a million dollar mic. Um, but I've used a few, a couple hundred dollar mics and like, 
I found that some of the couple hundred dollar range mics, like you really got to pay probably $3.99 to about $8.99 for like a mic that is suitable for what I do. Um, more like they would actually push my music out more but um i did use them on some tracks though like especially on like face glory and like um which i don't know what people think of that album but i, I don't mind it it's just my guitar playing could have been better i didn't know the b chord still um uh, but like i still play quite bluesy still went for what i what i'm known for by basically just myself but some people do know me as a bit of a blues guitarist uh, even up to that point um yeah What's the, what's the time now? Sorry, this is very mediocre of me. <laughs> 28 minutes. I got a minute. Oh, it's actually not quite that mediocre. It's not, not a bad chicken. How long are you going for? Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so... EQ, he said EQ on vocals, and I understand what he means. Like, I have used EQ on vocals, especially on, like, Freestyle Mostly and Loneliness and, like, um, all those records, I used um, a bit of EQing on the vocals. But I just found if, like, if in the 50s and 60s, like, the best singers sang on, like, shit mics compared to what we have now, and they're, like, um, and they're basically, like, um, using shit mics, like, with the best voices, and they don't have compressor even half the time, like, they had a compressor version back, even back then, but it was more mainly for drums, like, I think vocals back then, they just put, like, um, uh, different, like, stereo enhancers and all that type of shit, like, what I use now on the beat, but I use it on vocals sometimes too, I, I try my best to do EQing just for stereo enhancer, there's still a bit EQing, I think, uh, I'm not, uh, might sound like an idiot saying this, but I'm not even that drunk, I shouldn't really talk about stuff I don't really know, but if I put stereo enhancer and compressor on vocals on a $17 mic, but the vocals were good in the first place, will the stereo enhancer EQ it uh, and make it sound better? Or is it, or do, is it, if it just makes it sound better, don't you just want it to sound better? Like, like that's just my main gripe with um, EQing of vocals. Um, but like, I understand EQing of vocals more because I have used it before. It does make it sound crisper and more people like crisp. So I understand that too. The music, basically, the, I'm not attacking anyone here. Uh, basically, at the end of the day, um, music is the most objective thing in any medium of art. Like, uh, art itself, they say is subjective. But musical art, like, not, not even like music that's not even art, can be considered art for how unarty they are. Like, things are just, tra- there's so much trends there's so much genres, sub-genres, so much sub-genres of sub-genres. There's so much, all this stuff in music um, music that doesn't even follow theory. And then, like, you get to, like, noise and, like, noise rock and stuff. Like, then they don't know what they're doing, but, like, they do at the same time in a way because they just, like, oh, I want it to sound like this, and they play something wrong, and they say, oh, well, like, that's their motto, you know? Like, at the end of the day, like... I, I, my music theory is actually getting better without me even reading sheet music every day. Like, I un, I'm understanding a bit more just by, like, remembering what I learned at school, what I remembered learning at home learning guitar, like, like all the different facets of the guitar and stuff as a kid. And then I've, I've got the B chord over the years, too many concussions, but regained that. Like, I learned my E was not, I learned my C was an E, and then, like, I'm not, my C major was a, and my C major was an E major, and then he taught me C, and then I still had E. <laughs> so my music went from E major to about to about a like A. I use A mostly a lot of my tracks now. A major, um, A major is probably pretty like you know. Oh, you just like beautiful shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like A major is like I count as probably the most purest form of 
um, courtship. Like, you know, it's like, C would be, C would be, C major, obviously, because it's like, if you play the chord from the start of the piano, that's C major, you know? But like, if you think about like, what, what do we learn in our alphabet? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, yeah? A is at the start, A's first, you would go for A first. But like, when you play guitar, A chord's really fun to play. It's very simple. And it's like, not a lot of people do it right, because they don't know you have to play the, fir- the b- bottom four strings and not the top strings. And then like, and like pe- people that like give up on when they're learning guitar just from the A chord. But I learned very young, just the last four, and then play the, uh, play like um, on the second fret, like the, um, one second, A, D, D, G, E, A, D, G, D, A. I say D, G, A. <laughs> and then A, the more, normally the bottom one is the chord version of that, um, if it's major, is, is the chord of that. Yeah, oh, that's enough music stuff. I don't need to learn more anyway. But um, the main point is, be the best you can be, always plan for a plan B, and if plan A just keeps being there, just let it keep being there in, um, until you want to plan for your future and look for greener pastures. Thank you.